Hey, boys, is this the last one at Somerset? We don't know, man. We don't know. Possibly. Possible. It's always possible. Let's pick them for Harpo. Nothing's for certain. Pick them! Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby pick. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares? Who knows? Why bother? Hey, hey Rugby Pick'em fellas. This is Casey Rock, long-time listener, first-time caller, one-time guest. Um, very interested to hear the next, uh, the next podcast after week one is now in the books. Um, I know that I spent my day feverishly switching between games um, on my phone while watching at my in-laws, seeing snippets of all the games, watching none of them very closely. Um, lesson learned, I will pace myself better this weekend and watch some of the games on replay. Um, but having seen week one, I've got a few questions for you guys. Um, first of all, I need to know more about Boots on the Ground. Which cities are you going to? Because it was awesome to see some friends of the show crushing it. Taylor Howden, um, Zach Pangelinen, you know, your boys out in Atlanta, uh, really getting the job done. Um, so I'd be interested to know what sort of behind-the-scenes content we can expect from the Boots on the Ground segments from those friends in high places. Likewise, also love to get to know your team's episodes for week two, I would suggest something along the lines of um, how to explain the dramatic storylines from from the new season to a casual fan. While I watched with my father-in-law, um, it, was, it was hard to explain all the excitement and drama um, to a casual fan. So maybe you guys can tackle that next time. Um, we're also going to need maybe a weekly MRL, MLR Reddit segment because I took your advice been spending a few minutes here and there on the site, and it looks like there's some real personalities. I'd like to know, maybe get to know your uh, MLR Reddit so that I can really dive in and get my hands dirty in there a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, aside from those pressing questions that I could use your help um, answering or getting sorted out, really just had to say, love the quality of the coverage, minus Vegas. I understand there's some trouble there, but, uh, man, got to be impressed with the, the rugby network and Pretty, pretty high standard of rugby for the first week in basically a year. Um, great stuff. Can't hear. Can't wait to hear you guys. See you guys later. Bye. Welcome back to rugby. You're gonna take it. You're gonna have to take it easy. You're gonna throw a jowl out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got sensitive jowls. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, and thank you to first-time caller. One-time guest, long-time listener, Casey Rock. The Rock. Guy's a hell of a gem. And congratulations, by the way, young Ryan. He sired a child in this little little beast. Ryan the Rock. Ryan Rock. We're going to have to find a middle name. I'm sure he already has a middle name, but if you had to insert a middle name into Ryan Rock's Life. What would your middle name be? Call the number if you got a middle name. I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me. Oh, I thought you were asking the fans. Tuck. 
Ryan Rock. We'll figure out what that middle name is, but we appreciate the call from Casey. How about Ryan Ronan Rock? Ooh. The triple R. The triple R. Rugby Ryan Le Rock. The Rock. Welcome back to Rugby Pick'em. Fans, this is going to be a weepy episode for us because our stay at our original podcasting studio is coming to a close. Johnny and Tommy, across from me on the table, they're known as the boys of Somerset. Um, Somerset's coming to a close, but we're going to find a new podcasting studio. And, you know, guys, I was thinking a lot about the development of the show. I mean, we're called Rugby Pick'em. We've always picked the games. When we stray from that, Harpo gives us a strongly worded email and says... Don't forget the name of your show. You got to pick them. But Tommy, with gambling legal now, and with what we know about the rugby media industrial complex, there's so many people picking the games. I think this might be our last pick 'em show for quite a while. I don't know about you boys, but I'm feeling nostalgic. So we're gonna close out this show picking the games. Um, we're gonna get to all of Casey's questions as well, but. I'm just shedding a tear out here. You're absolutely right. We got to get back to our roots, but we got to switch it up. We got to switch it up. Everyone's doing the picks. Ryan the picks. Shaquille Rock. <laughs> so Casey asked a couple things. <laughs> he was kind of tuning in and out week one on his phone. He was trying to entertain the in-laws. So we had an a idea for a new segment, Johnny. Storyline for the cash fan. It's kind of like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, but it's storyline for the cash fan. You know, you, you got to have this um, high-level view of the game that you can present to a casual fan where it seems accessible and not intimidating because rugby tends to be a little insular and um, exclusive, right? So easy ways that I've found to introduce... Uh, people who are not familiar with the game to the game is just things like this. Like all rules, laws are predicated upon staying on your side of the ball and everything follows in line from that. So like start with just this general premise and then start building the laws from there. So like it's a visual type of situation so like yeah and i I like welcoming people into the game and making it less intimidating let's paint a story that's what we're going to do this year we're going to stay on our toes we're going to stay creative we're going to put boots on the ground casey also asked about our trip thomas now we have a couple irons in the fire but one thing he mentioned is houston sabercats are red hot why not book the texas cup right now tommy June 5th, I literally have the flight. I'm going to email it to you tonight. Book it. Buy tickets, boots on the ground. It'd be Uh, weird if you figuratively had the flight, then I'd have some doubts about what the (laughs) fuck you're talking about. I also love these takes from you. Hottest team right now, and there's like six other teams that are 1-0 in a a one-in-game. Oh, yeah, and Tommy loves this because (laughs) we'll get to our picks and where we stand. I mean, I'm first in the Super Root pool. 10th in the country. That's okay. <laughs> but that's why you brag about it in week one, Tommy, is because there's no way I'm going to hold the line for 16 you weeks. But, Tommy, you're right. This week could totally turn on its head, and we could see all the teams that won lose, and we could see the entire MLR deadlocked at 1-1. One one. That's probably not going to be the case, but I do agree with you. 
Anybody who calls himself a pundit, an expert, we've, we've mocked the term punditry <laughs> before, but nobody knows what's happening. These teams have been away for a full year. They've played one game. Let's, let's throw our hand up right now. If you listen to our season previews, we said of the 24 draft picks, only 10 would get a cap. Well, I believe it was nine that got a cap in week one. Yeah, and I true. think that we didn't think about the visa No, we, we were talking about who would get a start, not a cap. No, I think we just said in general. Either way, if nine got a cap, you can bet your ass that five of those were starts. And okay. going down the line, they're going to shatter that number. But we didn't think about visas. We didn't think that teams would need rookies to step up early because their hired guns are right. still coming in from overseas. Yep. So we, we missed on that number, and maybe we're not giving the draft enough credit, John. Maybe these kids are ready to play. We saw a lot of freshmen step in week one. And sophomores. <laughs> yeah, technically they're beyond their college years. We'll just start calling them rooks. Fellas, let's do storylines. Um, just general season arcing storylines before we get into the week two storylines. Jim Knox, fellas. We, <laughs> we were making a big deal about Jim Knox after the game, but when I watched his content this week, I didn't know whether to cringe or whether to run through a brick wall. because he Both. Was, so he did both. <laughs> I mean, I definitely probably braced before the brick wall, but he was promoting singles night. And, Tommy, the HGs are offering $2 beers and roses at well, singles night. Well, if right. he's offering me a beer and a rose, then I'm showing up. <laughs> we, we will meet Jim Knox and... <laughs> We will hopefully stick a oh microphone God. in his face just as he sticks microphones in everybody else's face. But, Tommy. It's very phallic. Unmasked face. One thing I wanted to say is, you know, we're we're all actually transferring into different jobs right now, different time schedules. Uh, for example, you and I are getting back to coaching. Luckily in Denver, yep. uh, grassroots rugby on the high school level and the college level is starting to open up. So we won't have as much time for rugby pick'em. That's why we're doing one final pick'em for Harpo. We may have less time for the podcast, but you can guarantee that as we put boots on the ground in the coming months, we are going to deliver different content in your face stuff. But for now, it's going to be our pick'em. Old school style. We're going to go down, pick the winners. We could set the spreads. But quite frankly, it's week one, and you could argue the Giltinis are a heavy favorite, but every game is pretty much a pick em. So, Tommy, as we go through, what is our storyline for the Cash fan? Right. And who you got? Okay. First game is going to be Rugby United New York travels to the gold mine to take on oh, shit. Nola Gold. Tommy, who you got? All right. Well,. I can't really pick up against Rooney from what I saw last week. So, so you're picking Rooney? Um, well, you're kind of jumping. You the gotta take a side here. Here's the thing: I am picking Rooney. So, oh yeah, yeah bold pick, man, <laughs> bold pick. Tommy, you're middle of the pack in Super Brew because you're not being bold. I know. I here's the thing. What is the thing, Tom? It's hard for me to pick against New York teams. Just the grit. I don't know. Something about the grit of You're New a Jersey York. boy. You're a Jersey boy. Something about boy. the grit, the toughness. It, I feel like it should translate over the pitch, and I, I usually am picking Rooney. So here's your storyline for the Cash fan, yeah. Casey Rock. Rooney is a team whose coach had to step away. They're gritty. They want it. 
they're going to go coachless for the year if they have to. I think Marty Veal's stepping in as the interim. But they haven't even announced anything in official capacity because that team leads from within. The butcher got over the try line last week. The set piece was clinical. This is a gritty New York team. Say grit one more time, Tom. Grit. Grits. That's your storyline for the cash fan. You're basically speaking for me. That's exactly what I was trying to say. John, who you got? <laughs> Rooney, solid five. There you go. I'm going with Rooney. Keep it simple, stupid. This game's going down in the gold mine, but Rooney's going to go mine some gold. Oh, wow. Well, we'll see. Rugby United New York to go 2-0. and Until they lose, I'm picking them. Okay. ATL glory. I'll go first on this one. This game's up in Leesburg, the new stadium. Will it get as rowdy as the old glory hole? I highly doubt it. However, Tommy, I have to go on a tangent here. Go on it. An early nominee for Team Associated Podcast of the Year, an RPA early nomination. Bree and Roly are back at it for Old Glory. It's mm-hmm. a podcast called Road to Glory. And this guy, Roly's accent is so Irish. It's unbelievable. You got to listen. I want you to listen to an episode. This is your homework. And if you like them, we'll rubber stamp them as an early nominee. Okay. Road to glory. Bree was working the sideline for Old Glory NOLA last week, so she hustles. She gets around town. She does the podcast, then she's doing the sideline reporting. That's the hustle we like to see. That's right. But in summary, I'm taking Old Glory. I like the halfback pairing too much, Johnny. It's crazy. Tusi Tala, animal. Dude, Tusi Tala was spicy ass, right? Like, that guy looks like he should be playing international super rugby. Uh, for some reason, I'm taking ATL. Ooh, we'll fade there. And let me just add, while Tommy makes his decision on his pick, Tusitala, I believe, is capped for Samoa 7s. So. Well, yeah, as he would be. <laughs> Look at those spicy lines on the inside, dude. He's <laughs> always in support. Yeah, Tom, what do you All got? Right, Tommy, uh, are you going to disrespect nope. Rugby ATL? I, I won't be disrespecting Rugby ATL. I got... Uh, the Rattlers by two. Ooh. I don't know. I just liked what I saw from them last week. Uh, big Connor Cook guy. <laughs> you just wish you. Uh, I can dread your hair. I can, I'll dread Could your you hair. Dread it? I'll anyway, dread it. It's pretty damn long, man. I got a bit of a man crush on Connor Cook. That's fine. Um, let's let that ride this season. Let's go. Okay. Um, cool. Let's go. And we'll just put prayers in for Harley Davidson, who had. Uh, Bad injury, and we hope he's all right. Cheers, bud. Comes down to grit. Game three. Boston-Houston. <laughs> New England Free Jacks on the road at Aviva. And, John, I've been waiting for this gimmick all night. You ever heard of Lee Corso? Legend on college game day. He was a big fan of props. So I'd like for you to explain to the Rugby Pick'em crowd what's going on right now. Oh, Sabercats. Ho! I got my Sabercat shirt on, courtesy of Taylor Howden. I just did the big reveal. You got a big... <laughs> so he's got the X-Blades on. Just to give you guys a visual of what I'm seeing right now, it's a very shimmery polo, X-Blades, Sabercats. He's flexing or attempting to flex, uh, but it's good. It's good. It's all good. There's no way I'm not picking this team back at home. I'm go Cats go. I'm doing it for Frankie Ruggs. Thank you for calling in on the season preview. 
He wants us down at the Texas Cup, Tommy. We might have to book this June 5th trip right now. We might have to get Casey Rock on that trip as that's well. Good, that's good banter, but I think Houston, yes. I'm with Houston. Tom. No. Um, here's why. I think the Free Jacks, I don't know, last week, they most of these matches last week were close and like high scoring. Free Jacks didn't really show out. I think they're going to get their shit together. This they time. also played against a really tough squad in L.A., yeah, so like now, teams, now so. they get to bounce back. They got an opportunity, but uh, I think it's going to be a good, spicy match. Well, fellas, this brings us to the final Saturday game. And again, the games are perfectly staggered, so we get six consecutive rugby hours in. But we also have a special event that night. Someone's going to do the old backwards lunge. We'll see uh, We'll see how that goes. But Toronto Arrows, Toronto, Mo McAllister called in. Thank you to Mo for the season preview. And they are... Hitting the road and going against the red-hot Utah Warriors. Hashtag for the nation. Tommy, they're going to be doing it for the nation because they're at home, at altitude. Who you got, Tommy? I got Toronto. I think they're going to bounce back just like the Free Jacks will. I think a lot of these teams that kind of dropped the ball week one are going to bounce back. and. I totally agree. Like Toronto, they've got a lot of grit. They'll bounce back. Um, it's going to be a physical game. I'm fading both of you, and this is why I'm first in the pool. You know, <laughs> I just I trust my gut and I stick with it. I picked against the Utah Warriors big margin because I have a theory that Gilchrist Money is going to get it done this year. I mean, they didn't spank the AGs, but they certainly like brought it to them. They were the better team. If if we forgot this name while we were trying to think of it Saturday night, Mac Mason attempted the 55-yarder. Uh, the number 12. Yes. Yeah. So this is no condemnation to the Toronto Arrows, but give me the Utah Warriors at home. They're doing it for the nation. They are going to win, and they're going to be 2-0. and And, Tommy, if I could tease this, week three, they're going to run into a buzzsaw of New England opening their home game. I'm going to have boots on the ground for that. But we digress. Wow. Sunday slate, San Diego Legion at the Austin Gilgronies. Jim Knox is going to be running around like a crazy man on singles night. But, Tommy, which team is going to prevail? As much as I want the Gilgronies to just take this league by storm, I don't know. I, I can't see the Legion losing two, even though they have been away for a year. Uh, I picked the Legion. So San Diego by eight. Can we even call either team a favorite? They're both 0-1. I know the Gilgronis have firepower, but until they get a W, it's hard to call them a favorite. Tommy, I'm sticking to my thesis here. Give me the Gilgronis. Give me the Gilchrist money. I am heavily doubting San Diego only because they don't have their heads screwed on right. They're I'm living in Vegas. They're waiting on players to come through. we got a Gil head over here. I mean, Joe Peterson's their heart and soul, right? He's not in town. so we got a Gil head. Yeah. I'm a Gilhead for now. Speaking of a Gilhead, the last game. <laughs> now, I'll throw my hand up here. I I had picked the Giltinis. I never switch a pick, but my guy, Evan Geist, he was starting for the Free Jacks. So I said, why not? Let's take a flyer on the Free Jacks week one. Didn't even hurt me that much, um, you know, because I'm still first place in the But it did time. hurt you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is I'm not doubting the Giltinis this week. All the chalk is going to go their way. If you want to come back in a pool, you pick Seattle this week. But right. I'm going with the Giltinis. I like them. And the Coliseum. Gills by 13. Oh, wow. I picked Giltinis by 12. 
Anyways. So. Those are your lines. Man, it's been a good run here. And for that, I'd say we come back to middle names of Ryan Rock. Um, I liked Shaquille earlier, just randomly. Thrown Ryan, play on playa, rock. <laughs> How about Ryan, tiny dancer, rock. <laughs> Ryan, shake your money, make a rock. How about Ryan Rhino Rock? Ryan Ryan Lochte Rock, like the swimmer. Don't don't do that to the kid. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Ryan Rhino Rock. <laughs> You're associating with Ryan Lochte. Yeah, yeah. He's got mush for brains. Oh come on. I don't know much about Ryan Lochte. Yeah, all you know is that he can swim. Yeah, he's a good swimmer. We all got mush for brains. Ryan <laughs> Rhino Rock. I. <laughs> That's good. Mm. Pick them. Pick them. Pick them. How about Ryan Ronan Rock? Ryan Le Rock. I mean, we're called Rugby Pick'em. We've always picked the games. There's so many people picking the games. I think this might be our last Pick'em show for quite a while. I'm with Houston. Tom. No. Um, here's why. Ryan Shaquille Rock. We have a couple irons in the fire. Storyline for the cash fan. All rules, laws, are predicated upon staying on your side of the But John, the interesting thing here is that as Tommy Giuliani's over there. Yes! <laughs> Classic <laughs> Giuliani. I'm, my face is not melting. What are you talking about? No, but I mean, oh, we all heard it. Oh, that. We okay. all heard it. Gotcha. I got Toronto. I think they're going to bounce back just like the Free Jacks will. Ryan, play on playa. Rock. <laughs> I didn't know whether to cringe or whether to run through a brick wall. You got a gillhead. Grits. I know. I. Here's the thing. What is the thing, Tom? Road to glory. Spicy ass, right? We got a gillhead.